This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Good morning, Monday, 5th of September, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. Oh, what a beautiful weekend, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, hope you got spoilt and had a great day with all your loved ones and family, I certainly did, I certainly did, it was a very special weekend with the family and the kids and uh, oh, absolutely loved it, the My Cup is full. This morning, and Kempe, morena to you, mate. Happy Father's Day. Aye, uh, yeah. morena, morena. Yeah, mate, it was a, a really nice day yesterday um, for Father's Day. Good start for myself, out for a walk. Seen a lot of fans around Auckland uh, over the weekend, is he? Um, especially Warrior oh. fans down, some uh, young whanau from Hawke's Bay bumped into them. A father and his two sons, he'd brought them up for the Warriors game on fr- uh, Saturday night and um, to a lot of Gold Coast fans walking around and and of course All Black, uh, a lot of All Black fans in town too, you know, so um, yeah, mate, and then Father's Day yesterday was just, yeah, that's one of those days, eh, where you get to spend with the kids and the afternoon, had a kai, my daughter um, she actually went and found a hangi for us, so we had a hangi and sat down, had some fried bread in the hangi. It was, uh, it was really nice. It was just a nice, slow afternoon. Enjoyed it. Yeah, beautiful. A hangi, Uncle. Wow. That would have been special for my Sunday. Uh, I had a beautiful, nice, slow-cooked roast lamb at home with some nice potatoes and a bit of cheese and cauliflower broccoli. A uh, little, little setup at the end there, mate. It was oh, so good. And then... You know, I was, it started and I was like, nah, we don't need any dessert. We don't need any dessert. Anyway, afterwards I was like, mm, maybe, babe, just do that little chalky self-sourcing. <laughs> do that little little chalky self-sourcing for me, will you? And so she whipped it up. Now it was an awesome day, Kempi. I, I loved it. We went to actually Hamner for the weekend. If you're down in Christchurch, uh, there's a little spot here, an hour away called Hamner. They've got some um, some hot pools there. So I just drove and, and, and went there just to get away and spend some time with the kids. And the kids loved it. They're just in the hot pools, and they've got these cool little slides here, and you got to be five to go down them. And uh, took up my son, and it was just kind of like that first moment you have as a father son. Yeah. That yeah, you, you, you know, you're going off and you're doing things together, and we both went up on the slide and went down, and he sat up the front, and we, it was pretty scary. I was. Man, packing myself. I can only imagine how Arlo was feeling. He was up the front. <laughs> we'd go down this little slide, and we'd go down, come back, and get off, man. Just seen his face. Just seen his face, full of happiness and and just excitement, mate. I, I was a uh, it was a heart filling uh, weekend for myself. So what I needed, what I needed. She's been a bit full noise down here in uh, Christchurch, Kempi. But yeah, happy Father's Day to everyone out there, and uh, hope you had had a great one. Because let's be honest, 
I've been saying, I went to the rugby yesterday and I said it there. I went with um, Matt Todd's wife and I was with all the wives there actually and a couple of lads and I said, this is our day, lads. This is our day where we can do whatever we want. And they laughed. They said, it's your day every day, let's be honest. And I'm, that's what you think anyway. And I said, I was cracking up. Just trying to wild them up. Yes, and your Hawks Bay yes. jumper. And my Hawks Bay jumper. Oh, and my Hawks Bay jumper, 25-8 up. And I was thinking, yes, 20 to go. This is home and hose. I'm standing up and I'm getting booed left, right and centre. And Matt Todd's daughter's throwing popcorn at me and telling me to shut up. And I'm like, just <laughs> rubbing it in. And then the unthinkable happens and they come back and steal it at the end with Tom Christie, who, may I say it, needs a bit of identity if he needs a, needs a bit of hand there. Come see me there, Tom Christie. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Kempe. My heart was broken towards the end of that game. It was, uh, she was windy all day, but yeah, heartbroken. Couldn't yeah. believe it. Know how you feel, mate. <laughs> Went through the same thing on Saturday night with seven minutes to go. <laughs> I'm thinking oh. we're home and hose here, 14 points up, and Nick minute. Yep, the old floodgates opened. The old uh, the holes in defence started to appear, and and while well, the rest is history, I don't know how the Gold Coast Titans they haven't won an away game for so long and yet they mm. came to the Warriors and they win one. You know what I mean? They And such a special weekend can be. And, and such, such a, a special, special weekend. weekend. Mm. Yeah, it was like, you know, all the old boys were there and caught up with Ando on uh, on Friday after the show. We went uh, went up, up to Ponsonby and, and uh, had a couple of beers up at Hopper's Bar and caught up with him and Donk, uh, obviously, who did the breakfast show with us on Friday morning. It was good, mate, catching up, just laughing for hours mm. about the old days and what we're doing now. And he gave me a little bit, bit of an insight, really. We should do a show on that about how he recruits here in New Zealand. You know, so mm. we know we know how the NRL people are coming over here and, and recruiting all of our best kids. Well, he gave me a real insight into how he's doing it. Um, and not only him. Not only him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all doing it. Mm. And, he, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. But, mate, he's, he showed me some photos of some of the kids that he's got. That he's taken over there it was yeah it was a really good uh, good catch up with him actually and then obviously the game on Saturday they rolled out all the old boys so that 2002 mm. uh, Warriors side it was good to catch Villa 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 Santi mate um, oh. the gorilla mate, haven't Santa. haven't seen him for ages and no one thought that he'd show up and he uh, he just popped out of nowhere he didn't tell anyone he popped out of nowhere and and Villa was a bit like that bit of a mysterious guy when he was a player you know and then all of a sudden he's yeah. he's popped up and PJ Marsh apparently well, I haven't seen PJ for 20 years and and he looks exactly the same and he they reckon mate if you can get hold of PJ Marsh you're doing really well well he decided to come back so um mm. you know you had you had all of them I think the only bloke that was probably missing from that side was Lance Hohaya, who's up in the oh, States. Yeah. So, States, yeah. but mate, yeah, Brent Webb, Toops was there. Um, uh, Henry Farfilly, he was funny. We we're talking about all his try celebrations, and and of course all the other other boys in the team there. Campo got Campo on Saturday night to talk a little, pre, a little bit pre um, about the the uh, Warriors pregame. So yeah, mate, was good. It was actually a bit of reminiscing. Um, this dead time flies. I can't believe it. That was twenty years ago. Oh, it was so good to to see it. I was uh, I follow um, Samir Butcher 
on that Instagram. And old Matt Butcher gets all the scoop, mate, all the interviews. Anyway, he interviews Richard Villasanti, and then he has a couple of others, Tukki, and oh, man, it was awesome. It yeah, was the awesome Butch loved to, it. To, he ran the lounge. The Butch would have loved it. Yeah. yeah, he ran the lounge. So I, which I sort of, because I was working, I didn't really take much notice of um, what was going on at the Warriors, but you walk into the Warriors and you go up the, the lift up to his old mad butcher lounge. He doesn't have it anymore because he retired yep. that last year, but he came back for this um, one reunion and set it back up again. So I walked up there and they're all... You go through the the old mad butcher's lounge, but he had it all set out. All the old boys are up there, and you know Monty was Monty was going off. He was so excited, along with Rubes. Oh, Ruben was the other bloke I'd seen, mate. Man, Ruben is so yeah. fit, mate. Dee. Oh no, mate. Unbelievable. Know. He's and he's, he's, and he's just yelling, hard. yelling out to all the boys. You know, eight o'clock tomorrow morning, boys. It's on. <laughs> I'm sort of looking around, going, <laughs> Yeah, you'll be there by yourself, mate, with all these blokes. <laughs> Mate, I've heard so many stories about Ruben, Ruben Wiki. Just his training, his engine, mate, his discipline, his dedication to to the art, and loves a wee drop of carver too. So he had the carver bowl going. Drink. He had the carver. Yeah, he had the carver bowl going there for the boys. Like he always does, Rubes. You know, he's such a uh, such a team man. Um, mm. And that's a you know that story. He actually signed for the Warriors. I don't know if you know this, but he actually signed for the Warriors as a young kid. And then mm. went to Canberra and ended up having to, um, I think it was go to court to get out of the Warriors contract. That's how he ended up at Canberra. But he'd signed before he'd went to Canberra. He'd actually signed for the Warriors. So um, he's mm. got he's got a he's got a soft he's got a soft spot for them. Obviously, um, coming back and playing for them. But mate, he looks like you can just throw a jersey back on tomorrow. <laughs> he is honestly, <laughs> it's scary. I'm not surprised. One of my trainers down here trained with him, and he is a freak in the gym, and he reckons that guy is just on another planet, on another level. Uh, Kempe, we've got a big show today. We're going to be talking some tennis shortly. Lots of sport happening here and abroad over the weekend, and this morning we'll chat US Open tennis to get an update on where the tournament's at. Mike Cation, host of Behind the Racket, will join the show after 7 o'clock. And then after 8, after 8, I've dug into the archives, into the phone book, and I've pulled out David Harvelli, obviously, a uh, huge weekend, huge weekend uh, with him and Rico Yuanin putting in their most complete performance at a centre pairing, the All Blacks smashing Argies by 50 points. Any questions for David? Fire them through on double eight double three. We've got a few messages coming through already from Tim the Teacher and Steve O, so we'll get to those shortly. But David Harvelli after 8 o'clock. And remember, Quizzy Dag today, 0800-150-811-640-ish. 640-ish. Six forty-ish, give us a go. Give it a go, mate. Honestly, this one's a doozy. This one's a doozy. We got Neeps in the seat today, and well, we looked at Neeps, and I just said, "Mate, are you right? Because we bit early for you. Look, we bit early. The eyes look a bit red here. Yeah, he's giving me the thumbs up. Yeah, he's he's ready. Joe's just normal for Joe. He's on the phone hustling, so don't know what he's doing. But anyway, great to have the team in the back room. We're going to be talking all things sport, particularly the Warriors and our All Blacks. What a difference one week makes. All right, we're going to read some messages. Here we go. Tim the teacher, Morena lads, clinical, disciplined, creative, and pride back in the jersey. A week certainly is a long time in rugby. So well done to the mighty blue and red hoops of Buller for putting 48 on Poverty Bay over the weekend. Happy Monday, Tim Tim the the teacher. Yes. 
Yes, Tim. Yes, Tim. What a difference a week, mate. Kempi. Ah, just really shows. How good were they? Very good. Very good, mate. Three handling errors. Get that in you. 80 minutes in the rain. Slippery pill. The conditions were, were quite poor, and they only make three handling errors. That's the all-blacks you know that shows? That's, <laughs> that shows that if you get your head right, you hit your head right and you prepare like your life depends on it, you get the results and you get the performance you're after. You look at Australia, South Africa. They got bullied. They got blown off the park week one. They go away. The media's against them. But like the All Blacks, everyone's down, like, uh, coming at them from left, right and centre, starting to question their heart and throwing them under the bus. And they come out and they bring a bit of edge and a bit of mongrel. Eben Estabeth. Uh, with Mike, uh, uh, Alan Alator, Alan Alator. Uh, you see that little clip there? Yeah, I of, did. Of um, Eben just holding him there like, that just reminds me of me, you, you Kempi, <laughs> holding someone there just looking so angry. But, mate, just a week of preparing and, and pre- genuine preparation and, and bringing a little edge just does wonders. Look at it. I thought so the good. frustration at the end of it too by the Argies when they, you know, especially when, when you said Dane Cole, you know, <laughs> when you talk about Dane Coles all the time, you know, and he comes on. I was just laughing. Oh, yeah, and then Brodie Retallick comes on. Brodie Retallick was putting his body in there, mate, you know, his head. Mm. He'd been on for five seconds and his headband had fallen off. Um, and I just thought, yeah, they are right under their skin here. And and Colsey really was rubbing in. I think a lot of that too is about that mongrel, you know, like putting their bodies on the line. Uh, Tuku Iho, he was awesome, mate. You oh, know the yeah. way he carried the football, uh, and 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 De Groot and and Lomax to an extent too. They you know they they had to take a lot of, um, I guess, hits early on, but they set the platform again. That front row, you know, the boys that come mm. off the bench. I thought the bench was very good when it came on. Mate, honestly, I had I was in Hamner and I caught up with uh, the the scrum doctor, Mike Cron. Mm. Crono's got a batch in now Hamner, and I was going through the pub there, and I popped in, bumped into to Crono, and had a great chat with him. And he got me thinking. He said something, so I can't claim this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it. But what Crono said to me about the um about Argentina. So the week before, Argentina made 195 tackles, 95 percent tackle success, and he was like, "Mate, when do teams ever?" make 90-plus percent tackle success against the All Blacks. And I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, never, never. What's in our DNA? What is our greatest asset? We are athletes. We use our feet. We can step left to right, you know. And he got me thinking, he's like, this week the boys need to get their contact area right. We, we can't just run straight into teams and just T-bone them and, and feel like we're going to physically exactly. dominate them. We've, we've got to put some feet on. So I watched that game after he spoke about that. And I was watching the ball carry. You spoke about Lomax and, and Tokiaho and, uh, uh, you know, the the, uh, the Groots. You know, they weren't actually T-boning. They were getting the ball on. You watch them, they're putting it on little feet, you know, getting the Argentine and, uh, Argentina forwards having to move sideways and lateral and just catching them on a weak shoulder. So totally different. What a, what a just a simple comment like that, just that ball contact area, if you just change subtleties like that, just goes a long way. To put in form. Did you see that, Kimpy? A hundred percent. You know, they were talking about that express mm. expression last week of, and, and just getting out and playing footy. That's makes a hell of a lot of difference yeah. when you're running into space. And you, know, you always hear about yeah. that. Like, find the space. 
Don't find the body because if you can find the see how big and strong those Argentinians are when you ran straight into them and they held yeah. you up off the ground, then a second one would come in and hold you up. When you're finding space, they can't grab you. You know what I mean? They can't grab you and pull you back up off the ground. So, well, look, I thought they were really uh, – uh, obviously, they had a good week and, and the analysis was mm. really good. And an astute um, analysis from Mike Cron basically just saying, boys, just find your space a little bit and the game changes so yeah. much. And all of a sudden, yeah. they're going, bending the line, going through it. I thought Dave Havili was really good. Look, he, he reminded mm. me a little bit of a – of a um, league 5-8, the way he played, you know, like a little chip kick here, then a, a nice drawn pass, you know, that nice um, uh, Rico Oani line was running coming off him. And, you know, that's what mm. a really good second 5-8 can do, you know. He's not just a crash ball person. He's actually that link, too, to someone on the outside. And, and of course, Rico had a well, – he was good. He, he was very good. So, um, yeah, they're back. They're he? back. They're back, and they're at the top of the table. Who would have picked that? Yeah. Who would have picked that for sure, Kempi? We're going to be talking lots of All Blacks, lots of Warriors, and, uh, well, plenty of everything. We've got David Harvey coming up after eight. Is he the Bay? Let one slip, bro. Go the Mighty Magpies. I know, Marshy. I know I'm heartbroken. I was there with my son, and I copped it all at the end of it. Don't you worry. Anyway, we're going to have a can't wait question of the day. Can't, Can't wait, wait question, question of the day. Oh, here we go, Kempi. Here we go, Kempi. I'm going to throw the question out. We'll go for a wee break, come back and get your answer to this. But double eight, double three, the question of the day. What would you score this Warriors season out of 10? Out of 10. <laughs> and why? And why? Let us know. Double eight, double three. Oh, only the Warriors could do what the Warriors did on the weekend. I couldn't believe it. 14 points in seven minutes. But anyway, can't wait. Question of the day. What would you score this Warriors season out of 10 and why? Double eight, double three. We'd love to hear from you. I'll get to your message after a wee break, Steve-O. But you're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yes, we're a couple of minutes away from half past six. We were here from Aroha and get a news update. Can anyone catch Max Verstappen? He's winning on his last Dutch Grand Prix and <laughs> well, he's chasing his second title and probably going to go back to back. Anyway, we asked the question, can't wait question of the day. What would you score this Warriors season out of 10? A message coming through from Chris Two, One of the worst seasons ever, but don't worry, Johnson's not playing. <laughs> next year but don't worry Johnson's playing next year ha 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 oh he's two he is two from Chris another one from Brian Warriors score out of 10 minus three cheers Brian they will not make the top eight next season fact Brian from Christchurch so two and a minus three can beat for yourself Oh yeah, it's a t- it's a it's a tough one to get any any higher than a two or three is. I think that's around yeah. the money. You know, they finished fifteenth. Um, all mm. but the Tigers, they could have got that game last week. They would have made that one interesting against Canberra, but they got tonked anyway by Canberra. Um, yeah, I'd I'd say they'd have to be disappointed, um, especially with. It's that, that conversation, eh? Every preseason, we're going to go okay. They come out, play all right in the trial. You know, they beat Melbourne thirty to eighteen in the first trial of the year, and everyone gets so excited, win three of the first five, and then they only win three of the next seventeen. So, um, yeah, it's a really, really poor season from from them on on 
all counts, I think, on and off the field. So just about putting this one to bed, coming home, resetting. Like there's no more COVID conversation happening next year. Um, they find themselves in the same boat next year. I think it is, it's going to be a, a pretty different club, a pretty different looking club. So um, you know, a couple of positives to come out of the, the game. The young kid that played on the wing yesterday for Cronulla, he's heading here. Metcalf showed a bit of speed when he picked mm-hmm. that ball up. Um, and I think he ran 90 to score Troy. So, you know, we, we I like that. I like that we got some speed coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you've got the Nakora and Barnett. They made some starch to the Ford pack and Tamari Martin at six. And the conversation Brian uh, Chris says here about Sean Johnson, I think there's more water to go under the bridge between now and the, the start of next season, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did come out yesterday and say, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm looking at going around next year, but I think once he actually sits down, probably with his wife and and his family, and and has a real good think about does he really want to go through possibly this again next year? Because it was a pretty tough tough year for Sean Johnson. Um, we might mm. see we might see some other decisions being made between now and then. But but you've got eight weeks, you know, mm. eight weeks to to decide. So um, yeah, it's probably a two or three for me too. I agree with those two blokes. Yeah, Kempi, I'm a two. I'm a two. I just think, um, well, for a last, it'll be a one. So the West Tigers were last, and we're second last. So I'll give it a two. But mate, yeah, you can't use the the coat. You can you can get be a bit lenient on them and, and just give them a little bit of yeah, leeway here with what's gone on over the last couple of years. But next year, there is no excuses. We're home. There's nine games at Mount Smart. They're in their own beds. They've got their own backyard. They've got their own gym. They're back in. Familiar surroundings, so I'm expecting uh, a way better, way better year. Has to be, has to be. Can't go through another year like this. But um, you spoke about the recruits. I think it's more than that too, Kempi. I think they've got to get things sorted in the environment, in the culture part of, of what the Warriors are about. The identity, you know. We had Donks on last week talking about New Zealand's identity and the Warriors' identity. It's totally different to what Australia brings. So there is so much more that Andrew Webster has to do to get this team to unite and get the buy-in of the community and the people of New Zealand because mm. when they're going good, we love them. And there is no better team to watch in the NRL when the Warriors are on form because they play a different style and a different brand of league than we used to. Mate, so. 21,000 people there on Saturday night. Mm. There you go. There you go. The biggest supporters. They have the fan base. They have the fan affair. But just can they reward them with some results? We'll soon see. We'll go away, Kim P. We'll come back and we'll talk some more NRL because the top eight, we've got the top eight, top eight makeup. And I want to pick your brains on uh, the Panthers, Eels, Storm Raiders, Sharks, Cowboys, Roosters. Rabbitohs, the top eight, is rounded out as we go into the playoffs. You anyway, know, let's head away and hear from Aroha. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.